Podcast, a production of GopherPuckLive.com. Now, let's join Hammy, Vigo, and your host, Jupiter. Welcome to another podcast here on the GPL Network. Just kidding. We're just three guys doing a podcast. Not that cool, so. Well, boys, four-point weekend. I know there's some complainers out there uh, about how we did Friday night, but uh, Saturday night they seemed to play better, even though it was a closer game, Hammy. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how sometimes that works out. I mean, uh, you know, they did play very – I actually didn't have huge complaints about Friday. I know we'll get into that. But, uh, yeah, it was nice to see them kind of bounce back and play a lot better on Saturday despite just, you know, getting the one goal. But the more important thing is, is how is Vigo doing after the big move? Well, you know, it was a, a distracting weekend. There's all kinds of stuff going on, but, <laughs> but everything that's supposed to be in the house has made it in the house, and the condo is still uh, still in shambles, but uh, I'll, I'll get it there by the end of the week. So it's good to be in a home finally. I can stretch out and you know podcast without you know keeping the family awake. Uh, were you out of touch for the whole weekend, or did you do okay? Uh, I, I hung in there. You know, uh, it was... It was busy, so <laughs> and I had to get a skate in Sunday morning because I moved in right across the street from a rink, so had to get that in as well. So yeah, when I moved uh, a few years ago, it was the weekend that uh, Frank Mazaka was fired, and I had no internet, no nothing, and all of a sudden I come back Monday morning to find out that Frank Mazaka was let go of, of FSN. I was like, "What the hell?" So I was a little bit more out of touch than you were. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I was able to move my internet and get that set up, and uh, I direct TV come out Saturday morning and and get things figured out here at the new house. So, and you don't Pretty, have to and you don't have to worry about podcasting from your car. Exactly, it's much nicer inside. Definitely much nicer. Well, boys, like I said, you know, it was a much better game Friday night or Saturday night than Friday night. But uh, Vigo, boy, another loss. To Michigan State in the shootout. Um, obviously, they only lose the one point. It's only tying the standings. But uh, as you've seen from the players in the past, it does feel like a loss to them. Yeah, I mean, the players, you know, practice it once a week. And I don't think there's a huge emphasis. Wow. And we, know, already, it, we already lost you there for a second there, Viggs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it must well, be that new fine connection. <laughs> yeah, it seemed to be working okay earlier, but uh, I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the coaches put a huge emphasis on the shootout. It's not like they do it every single day. It's not like you know they're breaking down film, the Hildebrandt, trying to figure out how to beat them. Uh, so I don't think it's as important as it is in the NHL. And and the Gophers are, you know, I think nine points clear of uh, Michigan, even though Michigan has a couple games in hand. So. You know, they're in good shape as is. They they don't have any losses yet in the column. Well, that that's definitely a good thing. And, Hammy, it, it has only cost them a total of two points. And right now, obviously, being 8-0-2 in the conference at the beginning of the year, we would take that 10 times out of 10. 
Well, that's kind of the way I try to look at every week, and that's why I got a little frustrated, you know, with some of the fan comments. Is that if you had told your typical fan before the, you know, in September that we'd be sitting here the first week of February with only two losses, and we'd be, you know, where we are in the Big Ten as far as the standing goes, I don't know that many fans would have been complaining about that, especially considering what we lost off of last year's team. So, um, I, you know, big picture wise, I think the Gophers have done pretty much everything you know, you would hope that they would do it to this point and hopefully they'll keep it up. Well, Lucia seemed to think that, you know, it, it, you know, obviously with Marshall being out, he didn't like how the defensive combinations were different. You know, one was playing on the left side, then the next time they're playing on the right side. There wasn't much continuity there Friday night. And obviously, you know, one thing that was also not good is that uh, they let Michigan State jump out to a 2 nothing lead as well. I mean, kind of. What are your thoughts on that whole the defensive struggle with only five guys, Hammy? Well, I mean, I think first of all, I I didn't think that they the Gophers came out and played all that badly in that first period. I mean, the first handful of shifts, I thought they played pretty well, and then they killed off the penalty, and um, but then you know they gave up the two goals. I think that, you know the first goal, from what I remember, I really thought that was kind of Shea's fault because he had lost. I don't know what he was doing on the opposing corner. I mean, that wasn't his side of the ice. He should have been in front of the net, you know, covering the slot because Hull was already over there, as was, I think, Isaacson. So, you know, I kind of put that one on him. He didn't uh, play his position very well in that one. And then the second goal, um, you know, was kind of – you have to give them a little bit of credit. You know, it came out of the corner after, I think, Clues had lost an edge. And um, I think it was uh, – who was it? Was it uh, Bischoff that had kind of partially screened – um, Wilcox and it was a nice shot you know so I mean you kind of have to give him credit and I didn't think we played that badly at that point but it certainly took the wind out of the crowd sails and you know it kind of was right in Michigan State's wheelhouse their defensive minded team kind of remind me a little bit of a you know how we get frustrated against Anchorage you know when they'd get maybe a little bit of a lead at Mariucci and then kind of just clog the lanes and get back on defense and make sure that we weren't going to get any transition opportunities. Well, Viggs, one thing it seems like we always run into at Michigan State is a good goalie, and Hildebrandt uh, definitely held up his end of the bargain this weekend. Yeah, it's definitely difficult when there's so much traffic you know, in the middle of the rink to get quality scoring chances because even when there are chances for rebounds, it's not like you can jump into an open space and get on that puck. So I think that makes it you know very difficult to get, get goal scoring chances unless you can get enough uh, power play advantages. Um, so I think that's just something they'll have to, they'll have to deal with. It was nice to see um, Fashing uh, working his magic in front of the net again this weekend. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff they need when they play teams who pack it in like that. You know, I, I missed most of the game Friday night, but I was at the game Saturday night. And uh, the people around me and uh, talked to people after the game all thought that Fashing was very strong on the puck Saturday night. It was hard to get puck off him. I mean, he didn't score or anything like that, or did he score? I can't remember. I can't even remember. No, it was only just, two, the just the Raul goal. But it just seems like he was very strong on the puck Friday night or Saturday night. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, he's one of their big bodies, and he's shown the ability to to get some separation and and have that awareness so that he can protect the puck for a long time. And that's you know great for when he's playing with a guy like Kyle Rao. And it also seems like it, when he he's a little more confident than he was earlier in the season. You know, he got those goals in the last couple of weeks. And then, like I said, Hammy strong on the puck. Uh, this could be more of an emergence of Mr. Fashing. 
Well, I mean, he's been solid all year long. I mean, I, I don't know that uh, we could have asked for much more considering, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people weren't, myself included, really didn't expect him to come in and contribute offensively quite as well as he has because, I mean, he didn't really light it up when he was with the U.S. team. He did solid, but he didn't certainly, I think, part of the reason why his draft stock kind of dropped a bit was that he wasn't contributing as much offensively as people had expected. And so uh, it's certainly a nice surprise that he stepped up the way he has this year. Well, a four-point weekend, and it's hard to complain, you know, especially when they haven't technically lost a game in the in the, <laughs> in the league yet. So we just got to keep plowing forward. Obviously, we get the big weekend with uh, the Badgers this weekend, and God forbid this team loses a game in conference because the people are just going to flip out. Well, you know, and the other thing I'd well, the other thing I'd say is that uh, I think that these kinds of series are good for the Gophers to play mm-hmm. against these kinds of teams because, I mean, the reality is is you're going to have to face different styles more than likely when you get to the NCAA's, mm-hmm. and you know they're not always going to be a BC type of a team where it's going to be this wide open, you know, up and down the rink type of a game. You're going to face some teams like maybe a Notre Dame, for instance, where they're more defensive minded and. You kind of have to be prepared to be more patient and not, you know, always have things go on your way. And um, so I had to face some of the adversity and defensive style that we saw this kind of weekend and a good goaltender. I think that's kind of good for the long run for them to have to deal with that. Well, before we move on to other games in the Big Ten this past weekend, a couple of Twitter questions. Uh, remember, you can always just tweet us, you know, at Gopher Puck Live or at Hammy Hockey or at EVGO, either any of us. And uh, we'll get your question on the air if you need to. Um, Neil Elder is wondering, did Rao need to change his role for this season? Hence, only six goals for him at this point. What do you think, Viggs? Yeah, I think definitely. I think Rao has mentioned it a couple times in the post games where he said, you know, he's got a little bit more responsibility playing center. So he's having to stay a little bit higher in the offensive zone and, you know, every once in a while he'll still come down and pounce on pucks when he, you know, sees that he's got, you know, better than, you know, probably a 75% chance of getting there. And so, you know, he's been getting some goals that way. But I think he's had to take on a lot more responsibility. But at the same time, I, I don't want to see them move him to wing because he's been one of their best face-off guys. Yes. You know, he's he's yeah. among the top centers in the country for face-off. So he's really adding a lot to their team playing down the middle. Hammy, any thoughts on Raul's role for this year? Well, I mean, Vig's pretty much touched on it. I think yeah. the other thing is that you have to realize that, you know, he's been playing with guys who are, you know, scoring goals. I mean, for me, I've never really been particular about, you know, who's scoring the goals. It's just how many goals is that top line getting and the second line. And, and uh, you know, I don't think that uh, seven goals is exactly anything to be – you know, upset about him. Mean, he's probably going to hit double digits, I would imagine, and you can't complain too much about that, especially considering he's taken on that kind of responsibility, not only in terms of the position, but in terms of being a captain, and you have a lot more, you know, mentally going on. So I think all in all, he's done a pretty good job this year. Well, as you speak of, you know, he's letting his line mates score, and we're getting pretty good depth, and that's kind of Leads into another question from Mark Erickson on Twitter. Is this year's team more likely to succeed in the NCAAs than last year because of its scoring depth? What do you think of that, Hammy? Um, They don't really have that go-to guy that you really have to, you know, mark on the ice. I mean, a lot of guys are scoring. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's nice that you can't necessarily key on any one or two players. 
Um, at the same time, you know, we've seen some of these big, you know, some of these schools that have won the title recently. I mean, like Duluth, for instance, I mean, they had one big line, you know, where it was basically, you know, they had other contributors, but that was like the thing that drove mm-hmm. their team. And, um, you know, so I have mixed feelings. I ultimately, I think when it comes down to in the end is it's going to be defense and goaltending and getting the timely goals because, you know, you're probably not going to be outscoring teams, you know, in these racehorse types of games once you get to the NCAAs. Any thoughts on that, Viggs? No, I think it's definitely all about the goaltending. And the Gophers have a very solid guy between the nets with Bullcox. So I think that's going to be... Uh, the reason that they'll succeed. I mean, he's been among the Big Ten three stars the last two weeks, and uh, there's a reason he's playing very, very well. Uh, Minnesota got outshot, you know, I think three of the last four games, and, you know, the only reason they've got this streak right now is because he bails them out uh, night in, night out. Uh, Mark Erickson had another question via Twitter. He was wondering, which of our 7D sits out when the playoffs begin? Who would you sit out, uh, Hammy? I mean, um, somebody's gonna. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of hard to say when we're still a little ways off. I, you know, I, based on the way Lucia seems to handle things, I would probably guess that Parento would be the guy sitting out. Um, okay. You know, mainly because you know I think that even though he is a senior, you know, as far as guys that have the talent and the upside and uh, the potential, I think that he's probably down that list. I've always liked him as far as being pretty solid and reliable on defense, but um, it's hard to say. We'll see how some of the young guys, you know, play down the stretch and if they hit a wall or not. And, you know, I think there's a lot of things to be determined yet. Who sits out, Viggs? Uh, I think it would probably end up being one of the freshmen. Uh, I think Brodzinski is going to have an uphill climb to to be an every night <laughs> defenseman when he comes back I, we've already seen the printout kind of struggling to to keep up with the pace of the game when he came back so you know it could be tough for him and you know early on the season he was alternating a little bit with um, the freshman in the lineup so he might he might lean towards going veteran uh, defenseman down the stretch okay well elsewhere in the big 10 this past weekend we had ohio state sweeping penn state and leaving Penn State winless still in the Big Ten. Uh, obviously, none of our picks came true there. And then we also had uh, Michigan beating Wisconsin and then tying Wisconsin and then getting the extra point in the shootout. So Michigan's on our tail, still have a ways to go, but obviously they got the four games in hand. Yeah, any thoughts on the rest of the Big Ten this weekend, uh, Hammy? I mean, I was a, you know, I think it was pretty predictable. I, don't, I didn't think that uh... – you know, I, I kind of felt like the, some of the t- results that we got, especially that Michigan series with Wisconsin, I thought that that would be pretty tough for Wisconsin on the road. Um, so I'm not really all that surprised at, at the results there. And, um, you know, I think that you just week in, week out, I think it's kind of easy with the Big Ten right now, other than when you have those top three teams playing, you know, kind of making those predictions. So, um, well, I guess we'll have to see how it, it rolls in those last 10 games. Still couldn't get the win there, could they, uh, Vigo? Hammy. Or, or I meant Penn State. Yeah, I messed Thanks. that up. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I hear dogs barking in the background of my house and it's starting to interfere with me and blah, blah, blah. I, so I know. I'm, I'm a little fatigued from the move, so I you know, wasn't quite sure where you were going uh, with that. But, uh, 
Yeah, I I thought Penn State might be able to slow down the Ohio State uh, offense, and they had Ohio a good start on Saturday. Yeah, they just uh, they proved to be too much. Uh, you know, Ohio State's got that big line, and you know they can pump in goals, and uh, you know I, I think that's a tough matchup if if especially if you fall behind. So, well, I think the funny thing about that the that series is Penn State, you know. Outshot them by 15 shots on Friday, 47 to 32, and it's like it, if there's ever a reason to show how irrelevant shots can be, that's an example. I mean, it's not the you know where they're shooting. It's always you know outside shots. It's if it's not in the slot or any of that high percentage shots, it doesn't really matter. So it's kind of ironic, I think, when people look at that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Penn State this weekend. They get to host the Michigan Wolverines, and uh, I just don't see them losing any games. Or I don't see Michigan losing any games this weekend to Penn State. So, uh, And then you've got Ohio State going to Michigan State. That's a little bit more interesting. Uh, any thoughts on those games this weekend, Vigo? No, I think you're right. I think uh, Michigan probably will go into Penn State and come out with uh, two wins. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Michigan State's able to slow down Ohio State at all. Uh, Hildebrand sure gave uh, the Gophers all all they could handle, and uh, they really pack it in. So I, I think we could see a split in that series. Hammy, will Penn State get any points this year? Uh, well, I think it's, it's hard to say. I mean, oh eight 8 and 0 uh, right now. I mean, they might be able to grab a couple. You know, they, their last series is Ohio State at home, so that's probably their best shot, I would guess. I don't think they'll take any from at Michigan or at Minnesota and Wisconsin at home. Maybe they might there because Wisconsin's iffy at times. But um, you know, I think that they they'll get some points, but it won't be that many, that's for sure. But I mean, as far as this weekend goes, I think the interesting thing will be the Michigan State. Uh, Ohio State's matchup simply because they kind of have those contrasting styles, almost like what we saw this last weekend in our series because, you know, Michigan State's the more defensive-minded team and Ohio State's, you know, they're more of a goal-scoring team this year. So, And you just never know, like what what Vigo says, with Hildebrandt, I think Michigan State's a team that could sneak in in the Big Ten tournament and get to a title game just by riding him. Well, it's possible, I and mean, simply because they're going to play that kind of style yep. where they're going to want it to be low sc- low scoring, and they're going to want it to be something where they're uh, kind of in the game in the third period. And of course, anything can happen in hockey if you're, you know, if you tie game or not much of a separation there, and you're kind of in the third period. So anything can happen. Looks like we have a recruiting question from Tim Hapke. He was wondering. Uh, I'll just direct this towards you, Hammy. He's wondering if the incoming recruits, Johnson and Glover styles, uh, you know, who do they remind you of? Uh, yeah, I saw that. I mean, I don't know that I have like a great comparison to make as far as individual players. Cause a lot of times that's not even a fair thing to do before they've been. I would campus. agree. I would agree. But, um, you know, as far as Johnson goes, I know that he's kind of a late bloomer. He's, you know, a solid two way defenseman. He's playing in all, um, kind of all areas with uh, Omaha this year. So I think that he'll be kind of a valuable guy that I would imagine will come in and kind of play a role that's similar to Parento, but probably a little bit more of an offensive flair to him and uh, some upside there. So I think that that's um, – I'm not saying he's going to be like Parento. I'm just saying like if envisioning who's leaving and whatever. I, I could see him kind of stepping into that. 
And then uh, Glover's, you know, he's a very good two-way defenseman. He's a little bit more raw. He needs to build up his body, but he's kind of more of an offensive defenseman. Um, and I think that he'll be a, a definite contributor next year. He just really – he's going to be a really good player. He just needs to gain some of that maturity and uh, size. When I was uh, at Mariucci this past weekend, on my way out, I did see uh, Grant Patoni meeting with a kid and his parents. So somebody was there for a visit this past weekend. Was he wearing a hockey jacket? You know what? I, it was the back of him, and I couldn't see him that well. But uh, So I don't know who it was. Well, we won't be going to you for any recruiting news. You know, I, I, I was just about to go up the elevator, and I noticed, you know, Grant was talking to somebody, and you know, it was more like the parents. And then I noticed the kid was there as they started walking away. So, <laughs> who knows who it was? But he was somebody was visiting, going down in the locker room after the game. So, sorry, I'll, like, I'll pay attention more next time. I feel like those Shattuck kids are there almost every other weekend because they've got four of them coming in next year, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and you might have seen them a few times when you've been down there, Vigs. Oh yeah, they're they're there quite a bit. So, who knows? Who knows? Anything else going on on the recruiting front, Hammy? Or is this kind of a quiet time of year? Well, I think you know the question I had actually one of the players' parents asked me a question about the goalie situation because you know I mean I don't suspect Wilcox is going to leave early simply because of the fact that goaltenders don't tend to leave early and. Correct. And yeah. so it's a little bit different with goalies simply because, look, you're only going to have two on a team essentially. And so they're just by sheer numbers, it's a lot dip, more difficult to make it, you know, and there's a lot of good goalies out there. So I think that, you know, the odds are he's going to be around. But uh, I think right now it's just essentially trying to figure out who they're going to replace, you know, what Shibby is going to be done after this year. So, you know, I'm sure they're looking at somebody, my guess would be a kind of an older um, you know, guy that's some junior hockey experience that's going to be able to step in, you know, and uh, play a role and not necessarily command a lot of scholarship, but um, somebody that can contribute if, if Wilcox happens to be out for a little bit. So otherwise it's quiet. All quiet on the recruiting front, except for, you know, your visits here and there. Well, boys, we've got a trip to Bucky Badger this Thursday and Friday. Thursday at 730 30, I should say, Friday at uh, 8 p.m. Um, last 10 meetings with Wisconsin. The Gophers are 6-3-1, and one, and they lead the all-time series 159-87-21. Yes, I have that info because the weekly press release came out today instead of on Wednesday like it has been for the last couple of years. Thank you, Brian Deutsch. Uh, Hammy, your first initial thoughts. Thursday, Friday, uh, Sounds like what she was saying it was just a purely a Big Ten TV thing, but you know I, I really don't mind the Thursday Friday thing. Well, I, I I've never been overly picky about you know the the times and the games you know days or whatever. I mean I understand that optimally you want it Friday night Saturday night, but um, sometimes you have to make do and just do what's going to be best for the television network that's been paying a lot you know a, us a lot of money as a athletic department and. Uh, if they were, you know, I don't know if that's what it was or what. I'm assuming that's what it was, but um, well, Lucia did mention it on his on his uh, weekly show that it was purely the Big Ten Network is why we're playing Thursday Friday. Uh, maybe there's other reasons, but that's what he said on the radio show. Well, that you know, that's fine with me. I have no problems with it, and uh, you know, if anything, it just frees up a Saturday for people to do some other things if they want to do so. Vigo. Have you made the trip to Madison in a, in a long time? When's the last time you made the trip? 
Oh boy, I can't remember. It's been so long. Uh, you know, it, I, it was like the Kessel years or something like that. Yeah, or for me, it's, it was the last time I made it. It's uh, I I've been there for football. I don't I don't think I've been to Cole Center. So really, yeah, it's just the Wisconsin fans don't uh, do it for me. It's just not a. <laughs> you know, Cole Center doesn't just, do it for me either. Yeah, that in Grand Forks, it's just not a great environment uh, for a Gopher <laughs> fan to go. So, yeah, I have so, run into you a few times up in Duluth, which is my favorite trip. But uh, that that is a great one. There, Tech, St. Cloud, those are all fun. Uh, the, the opposing fans are usually pretty good, but uh, the Badger fans and who uh, fans are not uh, fun to run into. Well, the Badger fans are just stupid. Right. They're, they're, I mean, it's not, no. I'm not even saying the the, the 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 knuckleheads. I'm just saying the fans in general just have very little knowledge of hockey. I mean, it's it's like going to a high school game. You know, it's a one on three, and their fans are going. Ah! And it's just you just want to smack them. I mean, sure, it's a great crowd. They love to have a good time. Blah blah blah. But man, they're stupid. Yeah, they're there for the event. They're not there to watch hockey. It sounds like tickets are still available, 200 level, right in the center ice. So uh, if you want to head out to Madison, go right ahead, people. Have fun. I'm, I'm not doing that trip anymore. I'm just, I did it twice. I'm like, eh, not going to do it anymore. Uh, what about the hockey, though? It sounds like Cordillas is going to be back this weekend. Um, Wisconsin's getting healthy. What about the actual games, Vigo? Yeah, you know, Wisconsin does play a tough game for Minnesota sometimes. It just seems that um, guys like uh, Mersh and uh, Rodiles and Zangerly do give the Gophers um, some some problems. Uh, Jake McCabe is a real um, steadfast guy back there on their blue line. Uh, Simonelli is is good. He can get pucks to the net. Uh, so it is going to be a challenge. I think it's going to be a physical game. It's going to be a, a tight game. Uh, I know last weekend Wisconsin took a ton of penalties against Michigan, and Michigan just didn't make them pay for it. Um, but I think that's something to look for this weekend to see if Wisconsin, is, you know, puts the Gophers on the man advantage a bunch, and uh, should be a fun series. It's big for the Big Ten. What do you think, Hammy? What are you looking forward to? Well, you know, it'll be interesting because I'm not really even entirely sure what I think of this. Badger team. I mean, coming into the year, I, I sort of thought that they would be the top team in the Big Ten simply because they had, you know, the most returning talent, a lot of upperclassmen, seniors. Um, and so when they came out of the gate, you know, kind of slow, you know, that was a little bit surprising. And then, you know, they got certainly a lot more healthy here in the last two months as far as wins go. But if you look at the competition, it was mostly pretty joke competition. I mean, Penn State, CC. Huntsville, Anchorage, I mean, that was four straight series right there. I mean, that's – this year, it was about as bad as it gets, you know. As <laughs> that's as, the truth. You know, and, and the one surprising thing was the sweep that they had of Michigan, you know, a few weeks back. But uh, other than that, you know, they haven't really been playing – you know, they've won the games that you expect them to win, but it's like it's hard to read too much into that. I, I looked earlier today, I think they're like 2-4-1 and one against teams that are – currently you know would be in the ncaa so it's not like they've really done all that great against ncaa teams and the two wins were those you know the michigan ones at home so you know we'll see it's hard for me to say one way or the other i i guess it's kind of a wait and see thing it's similar to last year where they kind of played some soft teams you know in the second half and then you know certainly did a little bit better towards the end you know with like the final five and whatever but um 
we'll see how it goes. They have a lot of vets, and you know, to me, it's like if they don't capitalize down the stretch this year, there, it could be a couple long seasons for them because they're going to be losing a lot of players. I think after this year. Right now, I'm seeing it as a split for the Gophers, uh, just a straight up split. Um, uh, obviously, the GPLers might go crazy because oh, they're going to get their first loss. Oh, that's terrible. But you know what? Uh, Lucia has always said, if you could split on the road and win most, you know, most if not all your games at home, you're going to be in really good shape. So I see a split this weekend. What do you see, Hammy? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I would expect as well. I think that, you know, especially in a rivalry series, you have to expect that it's going to be pretty hard fought. And I certainly believe that, you know, Wisconsin has the ability to beat our team and especially on home ice. So um, I think that one of these games, you know, our power play will probably come through. And and, uh, I think offensively we're the better team. But, you know, we're going to have to, of course, have Wilcox be on his game and, um, I think tighten things up a little bit defensively. And if we do that, you know, I, I think I like our chances, but I would expect it would be a split. What's your prediction, Vigo? I think they're going to sweep them. I think we're really? playing really well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Minnesota kind of had a couple games there where they weren't on top of their game. And I think uh, Saturday they, they seem to find it a little bit more. I think the power play has really been coming along the last couple weeks. So I think they're going to come to this series and uh, get the full six. Well, if they do sweep, they that's almost a guarantee a home, you know, one of the two top seeds. So uh, let's hope for that. I mean, that'd be great. Um, Friday night, we're having a little gathering. If any of you people listening want to come join us down at Campus Pizza on campus, um, we're going to watch the game, eat some pizza, have some fun. Maybe Hammy will show up. He usually says maybe and then doesn't, but. Who knows? No <laughs> it all depends on if Hamby's got a date or not, if, if he shows up. Or if maybe he can pick up a date when he's there. Who knows? Maybe he'll show up. What about you, Vig? you want to come down Friday night, watch the game? Uh, we'll see. I know my uh, wife has some plans, so uh, it, it could make some uh, complicated things with my uh, son, but uh, we'll see. I think you should bring, a, bring him on baby. down. Bring him on down. It gets to be a late night for him that way, especially <laughs> yeah. the late start. Yeah, 8 o'clock start's not that great. But, you know, I, I kind of like the Big Ten doing the doubleheader thing, so it's hard to complain. I mean, yeah, I, I, like I, I think they're really pushing, you know, this whole, was it Frozen Friday thing, and uh, uh, I enjoy it. I, 8 o'clock, so what? I mean, uh, you got something better to do on a Friday night? Then you're not a gopher hockey fan. Quit your pitching. So... Did you see that uh, question that you got on Grant Bessie? I did see that. Uh, do you think he was hurt by uh, not having a full year of juniors? This is from Jeremy, was it, Zayer on uh, Twitter. What do you think, Hammy? Uh, well, I mean, I think you could say, I don't know if he was hurt necessarily, but I mean, I, don't, I think it's pretty easy to say that, you know, all these guys could use a year after high school of playing junior hockey. I, I don't, you know... It all it, it always comes down to what a team needs, you know, and I think what it really came down to for Wisconsin was that they needed to have a guy come in. And uh, so I, I think that as much as anything is what it is. But um, I see that uh, we've Super, already got – Superstars listening live. It sounds like you've got a date. <laughs> well, what, I don't know. I mean, she's pretty uh, – well, I won't go there. <laughs> 
Say, he needs a date, or she needs a date. Yeah, he needs a date. Superstar needs a date, Hammy. There you go. You can sit. You, you can sit. You know, Superstar will sit at my table. You can sit at my table. I can mediate if you need to. No, 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 no. I, I know her well enough. I don't need a mediator. So. <laughs> oh, I know you do. Um, well, there that is. Well, she's going to be there, so you, you need to be there, Hammy. Okay, know, well, a, we'll a, a lot of people have not met Hammy. I've only met you once in person. I asked her if she wanted to go out to a concert, what was it, like a week ago, and she blew me off. So I don't oh, think that. Oh, you going to take that, Jen? So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> she if was I probably show up singing or, or something. Who knows? Yeah, well, maybe. Her, was it her Superstar and Two Dudes band, whatever they're called? So Is that a. Is that a porn? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I don't think that's the name of the band, but uh, oh, okay. She probably would love to just chime in right now, but we're not going to let her. Um. All right. Uh, back to the topic of hockey. Um. You guys got anything else on this weekend? It's Badger Week, and it's just it's tough to have it build up. I'm just not feeling it. Well, I mean, I think it's just one of those things where. The schedule has been, you know, we're finally going to get right in the meat of the Big Ten Damn. now. I mean, we're basically Big Ten from here on out. So um, hopefully that'll kind of increase some of the interest. Um, you know, right now, to me, it seems like if we're going to, if we do really well this weekend, um, you're essentially, it's going to be a two horse race. I mean, it's going to be between the Gophers and Michigan for the title. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, if they can do what Vig said, you know, that'll certainly probably put Wisconsin out of it. Any other final thoughts on this weekend, Vigo? No, it'd just be interesting uh, to see what the lines are because Lucia has been shaking them up a little bit. I think Camerato and Rao have been pretty electric together and they look good on the power play together. So just watch for that. Yeah. You know, the one guy I'm still just, I just don't like is uh, Isaacson. I've just never been a fan of his, and it's just – I'm always waiting for him to just come into the offensive zone, hold the puck too long, and lose the puck. I mean, is it just me or – No, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I think that a big part of – you know, his big – you know, when I think back to when he was younger, you know, he was such a good passer. You know, he was, had good, really good hands. But the thing is, is that he does seem to take longer to make decisions and – um, some of the decisions that he's made in recent weeks haven't really panned out very well. I think of the one turnover, uh, I think, what was it, against uh, Duluth? Yeah. That uh, I think that led to their first goal. I mean, it was a really bad pass to the middle of our defensive zone. And, um, you know, I think they're still trying to figure some things out. I guess they're probably giving him the nod because he does have some experience playing on the uh, higher lines and he's an upperclassman. So. But, uh, yeah, at this sometime, you know, you got to hope that he's going to start contributing because he hasn't really done anything offensively, especially considering what we thought he would do maybe, you know, a couple, few years ago. Four points in 15 games as an upperclassman is not going to get it done. Yeah, well, that's just the way it goes. I'm just I think he's I think he's got a kind of a tough deal because the, the lines he's been playing with, he's he needs other guys to, to move the puck a little bit and get open. And, you know, he doesn't have the great foot speed of some of the you know the better players. I think if anybody on the team needs to have an offseason like Ambrose did last year, it's probably Isaacson. Because I think if he could improve his skating a little bit more and, and improve his battle, you know, you'd see some of that offensive ability he has. Because yeah. I, I do think 
he sometimes holds on to the puck too long, but he, he rarely makes the bad mistakes like he did in that Duluth game. And maybe that's just because he's pressing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. I think that's it for this week. I've got nothing else. Do you? Nope. Uh, we, I have not seen as a still, we're expecting uh Brzezinski and those guys not to come back until what the week after the, the bye week or whatever it is. Yeah, and obviously Saratori being out. Yeah, Saratori. He's been out, but you know, I, I I think he was playing not as well the last few times he played anyway. I mean, that's just me. It just seems like his effort was down a little bit. He, he was a, a less of a spark. That he well, was, it could be, but you definitely need those kinds of guys. You, know, you do, I, that- and hopefully he comes back and it is that spark. But I just noticed his last you know, couple series, uh, that spark wasn't there. Well, maybe this time off will give him some additional energy, and uh, he'll be happy to be back in the lineup, and he'll provide that down the stretch. Well, let's hope so, because uh, we're going to need him and his leadership later on down the year. So, All right, well, that's it, boys. You know, I, th- I think we're done. Remember, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter, at GopherPuckLive, and at HammyHockey, at EVigo. That's all of us right there. Um, come on out Friday night, you know, anytime after seven, we're going to be at campus pizza on campus. We we have an area reserved, so come on out, meet, uh, quite a few GPLers who've already signed up for it already. So we'll watch the game, yell at the screen, drink some beer, eat some pizza. Uh, we'll have a good time. So make sure you come on out. That's going to do it for this week. We'll see you next week on the GPL podcast. <laughs>